Welcome to the Dark Artisan podcast, which was live streamed on Twitch on the 17th of November. Tonight I was joined by Craig and Thomas, two Patreons of the channel. Unfortunately, Twitch decided to mute the first couple of minutes of the audio, so apologies about this uh, narration of the intro. We started the discussion by talking about the lack of Space Marine releases. Despite the codex being out, we're still waiting for around about eight different units, including the Gladiator and the Land Speeder, uh, and of course the Heavy Intercessors and such as well. Uh, the reason that we believe this has happened is because Games Workshop is actually delivering at maximum capacity at the moment and we start uh, the audio by discussing um, late arrival of some of the new Marathi books and the Forge World Index. ...up for pre-order in a two-week window, right? Then how are they going to be able to deal with actually dispatching that? Because I've seen a lot of comments on well, Facebook yeah, very true. about <clears throat> even the Marathi book and the Forge World Index haven't turned up for people yet because GW are running at COVID secure capacity. They can't get stuff out fast enough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's I very true. Forge World Index. Um, George have been a custodes player as well as much as anything. Um, and I think mine came Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday was it? Was either Saturday or yesterday when it turned up? I can't remember now. I know I put it in our chat, but um, yeah, that was what that was released what <clears> two <throat> weeks ago now. Uh, yeah, that that one was a bit of an odd one. It came out on the Friday, so I think like nine days ago. It always yeah. throws me up because if I get something early, I forget that people don't get it for another week after me. Oh no, yeah. sure not. <laughs> <laughs> But um, Mark's actually just put in the chat on Twitch that the Marine stuff is rumoured 5th of December. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised because they do it every, every time they release a Blood Angel boot it comes out in December and they release whatever is is out at that point. It would make sense to release the rest of it along with the Blood Angel Codex. It also makes it's sense like to one release big it. release. Yeah. yeah, it also makes sense to release it then because GW aren't stupid. If they release stuff Chris. the weekend of payday, so like people will get paid, uh, if it's the 5th of December, people got paid the week before, mm. we'll go and splash the money for Christmas and yeah. obviously payday. Christmas time. I mean, look at look at the, yeah. all that Very surge true. of Necron stuff, right? They dropped that, I think it was the beginning of November, I think, or October. It was like right at the very beginning. It was like, by the way, he's like six new units. He's the Silent King. He's the the Void Dragon. He's the Monolith. He's everything else. Yeah. When people yeah, got yeah. paid. <clears throat> I mean, let, let, the thing is as well, though, I think uh, once, what surprised me with these new Battle Forces as well was the fact that they didn't put any of the, like, the, 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 the what do you call it, Lance, the Storm Speeder thing. I, I thought that might have been in there. Nah. Because I think that would have been a nice way, of, nice way of releasing that. But, I don't know, I just think it's, I think they've had a lot of plans of how they wanted to do things. I think the way they announced the new edition was really good. The way they announced the Indominus box set was good. But I think the fact that everything's been thrown up into the air badly and as much as what it has been, I think that's kind of knocked things back a little bit. Absolutely. I, on the hop. I mean, the Sons of Bear map only just came out like a month ago. And they um, should have been... They they were... what, what was that, that April? April, wasn't it? 
uh, they, they were previewed, previewed in April. In April, and yeah, the Mark, points were yeah. in the general's handbook in June. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. they've definitely, obviously, had. Uh, I think their whole year of releases has literally <clears throat> been on the fly. But because they knew they were releasing ninth edition, they went ahead with that and delayed other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> definitely. You know, you got a whole new edition to get get out the way first before everything else is going to be on the back burner. That's the the big one that you need to get out, isn't it? Absolutely. Of course, let's face it as well. 40k is always going to be the main the main priority because of the fact that it is the biggest it is the biggest seller. Yeah, absolutely. Even when it was Age of Sigma, 40k was still the biggest seller. Yeah, absolutely. But the the battle forces are odd, right? I mean, why is there another Tau one? Tau have had a Christmas box set every year for the last four year, I think. Yeah. And so of Necron I was um... last year. Uh, not Necron, um Tyranid. I think last year was the only time was the first time in a while Tyranids hadn't had one. Necrons had one last year because they had the one with it was uh, a load of Wraith or Tomb Blades and like um the Doomsday Arc in it. Yes. Um I missed that one, that one I was good at. <laughs> but the battle forces are a bit weird, like there's nothing of great value in any of them. You just look at them and go, eh. Yeah. The the rook here is somebody starting an army, but like there's nothing this... in it that is that useful. No. That's what I was just going to hint at. I think the battle forces, the Christmas box sets, um, they're very much just geared towards kind of a little kid walking into its GW around Christmas and being like, oh wow, and getting that, and parents buying that for the kids. You know, anyone with a bit of it. I I don't play any most of them factions, but I can look at every one. Every battle force and just be like, well, I know that that unit's not really very good. You'd never buy that. You'd never take this. Yeah. So I think they're very much just got the models together, designed it for this is you know this is for the 10, 12 year old kids that are just getting into it. Models yeah. before codexes, that kind of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys I think can't that's see what they it, are, just... You guys can't see, but I've got them up <clears> on screen now for the people watching live uh, or on YouTube. The Space Marine yep. box looks okay. So you've got the uh, four-boss captain, which he's a decent captain. Uh, you've got ten infiltrators uh, and ten reavers. You've then got a uh, what they're called Invictus Warsuit and the, and the uh, I can't remember the transport Impulsor. Impulsor, yes, that's it. Um, Mark says they're around 180 to 90 pound, except the kiosk, which is 165. So people are thinking around about 120 to 130 pound. They've been 100 pound all previous years, uh, but obviously, you know, prices have gone up this year with GW's new releases. Um, and yeah. the, you know, in general, their prices have gone up this year, which was a whole other conversation which we had in a different podcast. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it, like you said, though, Tom, I think they are definitely aimed more at the kids. Um, the Necrom one, the only thing that's new in there is the new Warriors, which, let's face it, there's an absolute abundance of Warriors uh, because you can get Warriors uh, and I think uh, a character and then some Assault Intercessors and a Lieutenant for thirty-two fifty, or a box of 30 uh, or a box of Warriors by themselves is 30 quid. Yeah, like wow. Yeah, that's the uh, I think it's the recruit starter set. It's thirty two fifty, and you get like five assault intercessors and a space marine lieutenant 
then you get like the Royal Warden and the ten um ten Necron Warriors and it's thirty two fifty. So it's two pound fifty wow, more more than ten warriors. That's that's actually pretty good. Yep. So like even if you sold the space mines for a tenner, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you still you're still great quid, you've saved money, haven't you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, the Necron one, it's okay. You've got the Triax Stalker, you've got some Praetorians, some Immortals. The Cryptech with a Cloak and the Flyer. It's a little bit of everything. None of it is like... N- nothing Nothing there is great. Um, you know, out of all the box sets, um, the only one that I saw that I thought was actually quite good, because you'd use all them units building a little armies, uh, the Chaos one. It's got like yeah. Havocs in it, Terminators in it. He's got Chaos Marines that are going to be two wounds at some point. So they've got all your basic stuff. I'm not sure what else can yeah. or what else is in it. I'm guessing a Lord or a Dark Apostle or something. I'll have a it's all stuff that you'd use. That, the, the Guard one's okay if you start in Guard. You get the Command yeah. Squad, uh, you get a Sentinel, uh, a Chimera. I think you get two Guard Squads, a Heavy Weapon Squad, which you know most people do run them. And then a Hydra, uh, or a Wyvern, whichever one it is. But that that that's a multiple multiple kit, so you can build two or three different variants yeah. out of that. I think the guard one's yeah, okay exactly. if you're getting into guard. Yeah, it's not too bad. I think um, the thing is, I don't play guard as well, but I don't know what sentinels are. They even any good? Like you'd never, if I was a guard player, just looking from the outside, things like that, you'd probably run in freeze. Do you know what I mean? So, but they are very, very cheap, fast attack or heavy support slots for brigades. Right. Okay. Um, really, oh, right. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think sentinels. But I think what you see, you're right. In what you say, you would you wouldn't just run them as one. Um, I must admit, as a, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the web page with them on as well, and I think as a guard player, I think I I wouldn't buy that. As an expansion for me, for what I've got, no, because the way I look at it is, it's a bit too haphazard. Yeah, you know, I think I it, mean, it, if you're dipping your toes in the army, you think, oh yeah, I fancy a gold guard. It, it's an all right box, and I think that's the case with most of these. Um, yeah. Tom, you mentioned the chaos one. I'm looking at that now. You've yeah, got, you've got a box of the new marines. Yeah, good. You've got a box of havocs. Yep. Great. Brilliant. Box of the new terminators. Pretty cool. Brilliant. Maul yeah. Fiend, which can be built as a Forge Fiend. Pretty clutch, especially if you're running um, Masters of Possessions. Yeah. Uh, but then you, get, then you get the Hammer Lord from uh, Blackstone Forest. Oh, yeah. And whilst, you know, he's not the best kitted out, he's very, very easy to convert. And he's a great looking model. Yeah, he's a cool model. And the thing is, a Chaos Lord, everyone runs, well, everyone used to. Like you, most armies used to run like a cheap lord, mm-hmm. like or that just for the re re roll ones, like aura and stuff like that. I know that's changed now in ninth edition a little bit. You can't do it with vehicles and stuff, but chaos lords sticking their havocs. Yeah, there you go. There's your HQ choice. That's what I thought about the the chaos one. It's actually quite a good starting point for an army. If you bought bought that, you've got a really good base. Yeah, you'd use all their models. Where some of the other ones are a little bit. Eh, would I really use this? Do I need this? Is this? Yeah, I think the guard one, and Mark agrees with me that um, you should have had a Lehman Russ in there. 
And I know Russ is oh, a, course, a done to death, right? But that is their iconic unit. Yep. Definitely. It's the staple of the Guard Army, though, isn't it? Everyone does associates the Lehman Russ with the Guard. Apart from, I remember years ago, Space Wolves used to be able to take them. Second edition. I can't remember what edition that <laughs> <laughs> Back yeah. in the day. Wow, yeah. That's going back a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the Tyranid one. Again, the Tyranid one. Uh, I'll move to the two and the one. So you've got Tyrant Guard, which no one uses ever. I don't. Well, the kit makes Hive Guard or Tyrant Guard, doesn't it? So you can run them as Hive Guard. I can't. Rem- does it? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Hundred percent. I'm I've sure. I've never actually built any brand new. But if, if it's Hive Guard, then yeah, fair enough. Like, yeah, they're a staple to most Tyrant lists. Fantastic. You have the Hive Tyrant there. It doesn't show you them with wings, but the kit does come with wings. Great. Brilliant, yeah. The Horror Specs, I think, can be built as an Exocrine. Good. Yeah. Quite, yeah, a, really. quite a few Gene Stealers. Pretty good. Gargoyles. Yeah, yeah man. Meh. Yeah, they just seem to throw them in all the boxes. <laughs> what was that, Because they can't sell them. They, they keep putting Gargoyles in these sets. Yeah. Because yeah, like, it's the only way, the the only way they can shift them. Yeah, it, it's like the, you remember the mystery boxes that they did, and it was like, oh, he's Khan, oh, yeah. Mephiston, and like two other characters, some flagellants and some wolves. Yeah, yeah. Be- because <laughs> and then, because they had a massive amount of stock, and they just got rid of them. I mean, everyone in everyone in Australia that. got that uh, massive knight, didn't they? Yeah, the Australian one. So the Tau one, you're basically getting a star collecting box nearly. So you're getting your squad of warriors, you're getting your crisis team, but then you're getting a commander, a broadside, a piranha, and a pathfinder team. So the Tau one's okay, but the problem is they keep shoving crisis suits down your throat. And they just don't work in games. Which is frustrating. I'm not a Tau player, but I play quite a lot of Tau, and um, Crisis Suits have never, never done anything to my uh, Eldar, really. That's they were fantastic in 7th edition. And then they've just been terrible since. Um, in addition to all those, I want to take a moment to talk about the Blood Angels uh, Combat Patrol box. So, in the Blood Angel Combat Patrol box, you get an Impulsor. Cool. You get three Flamer Aggressors, which I'm going to guess are probably going to be the easy builds, right? Which, if they are, that's yeah. that's a bit frustrating, but never mind. You get five Intercessors, just the normal ones, and five Infiltrators or Incursors, and then a Librarian. Does anybody see the gaping problem with this for Blood Angels? It doesn't have any combat units? Pretty much. I don't know. Yeah, pretty that much. was Basically. that was my guess. <laughs> like, why not put five assault intercessors in instead of the normal intercessors? Yeah, or, in, or even instead of the incursors. Incursors and infiltrators are okay for blood angels, but they're not the best. No. But like, why not assault intercessors? Do you know, Do I, I was having uh, something similar, like what you just said. So, uh, a friend of mine he sent me a photo the other day. It was his mate was thinking about Space Wolves, and it was the Primaris 
Space Wolves starter set, whatever it is. I'm guessing it's the one that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, just it's not Space Wolves. And tell your friend to stop thinking about it like Primaris and stuff like that. Think about this now. Blood Claws are now going to have two wounds each. Um, they've got, what, four attacks on the charge? Five? I'm not, I can't remember. I'm not a Wolves player anymore. Let's say four attacks on the charge. And now the Chainswords are minus one AP. Blood Claws, standard Marines with Space Wolves, like, they're amazing now. Mm-hmm. And that, that extra wound and that minus one AP on a unit of Blood Claws, and I'm sure like, I'm sure you can run them in units of 15. That's a lot of attacks from base Marines. You you don't want Primaris with bolt rifles or whatever stood in a Wolf's army. And you want combat stuff. And mm-hmm. it's taking it back to, you know, to the, the Blood Angels as well. You, you want to be up and in-your-face combat I mean... Yeah, I know you can run... Normal intercessors for Blood Angels can still fight, right? They're still good at yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, why would oh, you yeah, not course. give them a chainsword, man? Yeah, of course. Like, you, you get one shot with the heavy ball pistol at 15 or 18 inches. I can't remember which one it is now. But, or, or two with your bolter. But you want to charge. You get the extra attack for shock assault. You're at minus one AP. You've got what, four attacks on the charge? Five if you're on turn three because of the yeah. Assault Doctrine. <clears throat> and then they become minus two. two. Oh, man. Do you not That's think a, they were all fairness, really strong. a bit of cleverness in the MJW by virtue of the fact that you look, someone who who's interested is going to buy that box and then like, well, hang on a sec. Okay, there's no there's no real combat thing, so let's buy some Assault Intercessors <laughs> as well. Yeah. That's the reason behind Probably, it. Probably, yeah. Absolutely. That, yeah. That's exactly oh, what it is. That's exactly what it is, Craig. I would do that if I was GW. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It, it's it, it's theme in a box that's not, you know, it's kind of half useful for beginners. And then when they start playing the game a bit more, it's like, oh, maybe I should get that instead. Yeah. Like a chaplain would have been better than the librarian. But, like, why stick the chaplain there mm-hmm. when you could have them buy a chaplain in addition? Yeah. Hey. I mean, I've been on it's business been on before. I think the last time I was on was the Indominus drop. Um, and I think I said the same sort of thing then as well. GW, no, people like us are going to buy bits and pieces. Right? We're always going to buy stuff, regardless of whether we buy it from them or whether we buy it from a local stockist. You know, that, that's that sort of thing. However, where's GW getting most of their money from? From from yeah. new people in the in the hobby. So all the shops have been closed for a long, long time. You can't do intros now at the moment the like the way you're used to. Mm. So they're not getting people in, they're not getting their intro sessions down done, they're, they're struggling to get potentially struggling to get new people into the hobby. So what's the easiest way of doing it? As Tom said before, let's give them a box set where they can get models, get loads of models sorted ready. And then buy codexes, and then hopefully once all this stuff's eased a bit more, we can actually get them into the store and actually buying things properly and looking at it from that perspective. Yeah, that's what this. That's yeah. basically what they've done. But the, their main focus is always going to be new people in the hobby. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, it's yeah, it's like we all. It is because we, what once you hook, you hook. Home, but it's a business. <laughs> like the know we're going to buy because once once you hook, you're addicted, aren't you? It's it's it's. Probably worse than heroin. <laughs> it is. We all call a plastic crack, don't we? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
some of it's resin and you know <laughs> <laughs> my um <clears throat> my crack of choice shall we say at the moment is old uh, dogs of war stuff and that's uh yeah that, that, that's quite pricey yeah but I, I think that that that's a kind of old collector's kind of standpoint i'm just building an aos army though with a lot of dogs of war stuff in it and it's it's trying to find it and track it down and not break the bank and try and save up and buy a house and do other stuff. And also <laughs> trying to find 10 models that aren't going to cost me 80 quid. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So the UK, yeah, or rather okay. England, England rather specifically, is, is back in lockdown. We're not allowed to obviously go and mix households, which is why uh, my beautiful wife, who was sat right here, just off mm-hmm. camera, um, has been playing 40k with me, even though she's not overly fussed at 40k. Um, she's actually just started painting the game for the first time since we moved. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm starting to struggle with motivation to paint. Uh, I am painting a lot of Blood Angels still, which is because we've now got access to more stuff. But what are your guys' plans for the rest of lockdown if it extends beyond the beginning of December? What hobby stuff are you going to get done? And what are you going to do to keep yourself motivated? Because me personally, I'm really struggling for motivation to paint. Um, Well, I'm, as you know, I'm working on a, a custom custodies army. um, All mounted stuff and things like that. Which is very cool. By Loris. All of the for some reason the tails on the lines didn't work very well, so all of them are now going to be running with dock tails. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also have Trajan on a. I think that's how you pronounce his name, isn't it? Trajan Valoris. I uh, Valoris on a Griffin. Nice. So he's going to be kind of be flagship, but it'll kind of double as a. Um, uh, Field captain on Dawn Eagle as well. Right. Um, working on them, and I have actually, and I knew I'm going to get some stick for this. I have actually started just paint, just started painting ultramarines. Oh. <laughs> there is a reason for it. There is a reason for it, and I took me. I spoke to you about this the other day as well, Harry. Last week, we found me and my partner found out. Obviously, we knew we were having a little baby, and last week we found out what we were having, but we didn't find out what we were having until about half five six o'clock that night and i decided i had a couple of models sitting around and i just decided i'm going to sit and do some painting ironically started painting ultramarines and then that evening found out we're having a little boy so i'll call it divine intervention if you want or stupidity whichever i don't know <laughs> but yeah so i've started start, I've, I've started painting ultramarines um, i actually had which i won in a raffle in a, one of my hobby, one of the hobby stores i go to um the, the Calgar set and actually came across that box and started painting him up. Nice. So, not the greatest camera in the world, but yes, that's that's what I'm working on. But as you see, I think motivation is the hard thing at the moment. Um, like It's really hard for me sitting here working for nine hours and then after I've been here for nine hours trying to sit here for another three or four and stream or edit or sit and paint... Like that's really hard for me. Um, so, so, so what you're saying, Craig, is get a new army. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Not red. Yeah, good, good advice. 
A new army that's not the um... angels, mate. <laughs> Um, I'm a, I'm I'm working on AOS, man. I'd i kind of not fell out of love with 40k, but uh, I I still watch all the battle reports and what have you. But my my interest fell a little bit with this new edition, only because a lot of the we don't have proper codexes yet. Yeah. So we're we're playing with the eighth edition codexes and stuff like that. So at the moment for me, it's just more like eighth edition point five. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just kind of very samey. Yeah, because it, I mean, I've, even I've, I've played Elder Marine, and it's the Space Marine Codex changes so much because it adds stuff to do in the command phase. The stratagems are very different. You've got the core rule mechanic, and none of the other armies of the Necrons have that. Exactly. Yeah. So I kind of I've put my forty k on a back burner. I've got loads of Eldar stuff. I do want to get a Lynx at some point though now because they're amazing now with the new Forge World rules. But right. that's a, another conversation. That's insane. They've dropped about 160 points in cost. Uh, they're, they're 220 points now, like 16 wounds, 5 up in them. Standard like chassis, they can fly. Uh, the gun is like 6 shots, strength 9, minus 3, flat 3 damage, something like that. And at 220 points, um, they're they just outshoot like anything else now um, in an Eldar list. Well, he's trying to get a Lynx. Forge World is out of stock, so that's one for the back burner. But I'm working on AOS. I'm doing quite a big cities army. Like I was just saying about Dogs of War, I spent quite a while tracking down Dogs of War stuff, so I'm, I've been stripping all that. and I, I, I've got it all lined up in front of me. I have to have models lined up, otherwise I'll never paint anything. Yeah. So I've got it all laid out, and I'm just doing a bit at a time. I'm not completing units. I'm just trying to just do an hour, an hour and a half every night if I can, just a little bit, a little bit here. And as soon as I'm getting bored of something, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm doing a bit of dwarfs at the moment, but I mean, I haven't worked on them for about four weeks. Mm-hmm. But I'll put them down, and I'm just trying to work my way through that. And then I I want to build another army, another AOS army, a, a Slaves to Darkness army. But essentially, I want to make the wild the wildings from Game of Thrones. Nice. I want a big Norska themed army. I've I've found some old. I've actually got the models, but it'll be t- the dug away. Um, the models from uh, Warhammer Fantasy. They're called Skim Wolves. But I, the, I remember can, them. You yeah. can use them. You remember the Skim Wolves? Well, you, if you go, this is why I was asking about um, the Chaos rules the other day. Because if you just go the Chaos Allegiance, you can still run them. Well friendly games anyway I, I don't know how it quite works but i won't be going to tournaments but i can still want, run them so skin walls loads of marauders converting some giants like ice giants and stuff like that um and all get, that kind get, of stuff so get yourself I, a sons I've of gargan in there do you know what i was genuinely looking at something earlier the kings of war do like a, a frost giant and it, it looks amazing it's like 40 quid yeah i was like do you know what i, I, I could get one of them run it in the army and stuff like that now I found a photo of it, and it's the same size as the uh, Mega Mega Gargant. Mantic also it's do absolutely one. huge. Mantic yes, also it's do the, one. it's yeah that one's also massive. I believe um, it's about forty fifty quid as well. Yeah, I was going to buy them, and I was like, well, I can't run them as basic Gargants now. But yeah, so that's my plans. Work on the work on the cities army, and then uh, try and build. 
a Norska themed uh, Slaves to Darkness army. I just like making stuff that people don't see very often, really. And then <laughs> I'll, I'll pro- probably get it on the table once or twice, and it'll go in a box. It's it's how it's, <laughs> it's how it seems to happen with me. Yeah, and I mean, especially at the minute when you you know people can't really get out there and game uh, in England at the minute. Like I know Grant, for example, uh, he went <clears> to the <throat> Scottish Takeover at the weekend. Um, because yeah, you know yeah. pe- people that far up in Scotland are still allowed to mix. Um, yeah, same here. Like I'm in Scotland, and we're all it's same rules. We can go around each other's houses. I think. Um, you do, well, you're allowed to mix. You're just not allowed to mix indoors. I think is that the rules at the moment. Right. But it's we're not in lockdown though, so all the parks are open. Like the pubs are still open until or after six o'clock with a with a meal. I don't go to the pubs. So I don't really know. Um, I know but um, it's weird, but I work in I work in England though, so I travel across the border every day, and then I get into England and everything's shut, and it's just it's strange. Yeah, that's just England in general. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's frustrating. <laughs> like we can't obviously we can't even go and see our parents properly. Do you know what I mean? It's and like we're, we're two weeks in now. We've got two more weeks to go, and. I just think... It's not going to change, is it? it? I pray to God for Christmas that it does. I, I think maybe it's another two weeks, and I hope that it doesn't because, like, it's not good for people's mental health to be essentially locked away. Yeah. No matter... Oh, 100%. 100% you, agree with that. Even yeah. if you're a strong-willed person, like, don't go to the shops unless you need food. Like, how many people just go and window shop or just go shopping to, to like, to do something? I mean, me and Lucy, we, we used to go to the cinema probably twice a week, at least once a week. When the cinema reopened, we got to see X-Men New Mutants, Bill and Ted. And what was, Did we see a third one? Or was that it? Oh, we saw two films because there was nothing else getting released. And then the cinema shut. Yeah, of course. We've been to cinema twice since March, and like that was our thing. That's what we do. Yeah, <clears throat> that's it. When you take away people's, you don't really realize it. What everyone's different, but what you your kind of clutch. Do you know what I mean? What you you hold on to, and you you might not realize that's what it is, but mm-hmm. until it's taken away, then all of a sudden you can't do that. Like say, just that. Once or twice a week, just getting out, and you know, it's yeah, it's bad. I don't want I don't want a lockdown to continue. Like we... I, I hope there's other ways around it for other people because I know some st- struggle more than others, and but it's just not good for anyone. It really isn't. Like we don't go to the pub anyway, so like we don't feel like we're missing out anything on that. Like that doesn't bother yeah, us. Yeah. But the fact that like we we've got a number of of like other friends who like non Warhammer friends and stuff who are our age, who don't have children or do have children, and we would go around, you know, and you have a coffee or a drink, or sometimes you stay over, you play video games, Cards Against Humanity, stuff like that. We can't do that. And it's it's to the point now, like, who would have thought back in March we'd still be here eight months later? Yep. I mean, for me, it's been, been quite hard as well. I mean, I'm I'm training as a, as a secondary school teacher. Oh yeah, um, how's your placement going, Craig? 
Yeah, exactly. I was due to start my placement the second week in October, and that was just on the Monday, and then the Friday before I got a phone call saying that the placement was cancelled. There's 32 of us on our course, and 19 people have got placements, and that's it. Um, so, in essence, I am literally sitting with nothing to do. I've done, like, knowledge enhancement courses and stuff like that off my own back and things, and but, yeah, I mean... There's that. I mean, I come, I I compete in archery uh, quite regularly as well, and I've had one competition this year over in France back in January. Since then, nothing. You know, not being able to do anything, yeah. and it's just. <clears throat> I mean, kind of lucky in the fact that we did have a bit of focus anyway, because me, 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 the half Carly, we we moved into this house two weeks before the lockdown back in March, and we spent the entire time getting on first name terms with all the delivery drivers and getting the whole house sorted and decorated. <laughs> We're kind of like that as well. <laughs> me, me and Lucy got incredibly lucky, right? We managed yeah. to actually go ahead with our original wedding date with 30 guests, right? Three days before they reduced the figure to 15 guests. <laughs> and three weeks before the wedding, we moved into our new house. Yeah, and because our parents could help us, obviously because we could mix, was the only reason we got in. Yeah, so we've been very, very fortunate in that respect. But it's 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 hard. I think from obviously from from talking to Carly and stuff like that, we we both kind of think that. Regardless of whether this lockdown's happening is is actually active in come Christmas or not, I don't think people will take any notice of it anyway. Of course they won't. Um, no, hundred percent, not a chance. Yeah, you know, it's, I think that's that's just the way that it is, unfortunately. But um, without you know, I think, making I think the podcast too political, I think we kind of help each other out, haven't we? In all honesty, I mean, in a, another Patreon chat on Facebook, we've all kind of kept each other going and stuff like that as best we can. Yeah, I mean, Ian started a grot army. Uh, so Ian's painted up an entire... Ian hasn't started. <laughs> it, yeah, man. That's genuinely, right, he's he's almost caught up to me with number of armies. I've been going six years, he's been going three. So... No, in fairness, so he, he, he can work out a 10,000 point army in about two hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even funny. But yeah, for me, I, like I said, I'm really struggling with painting Blood Angels. But I'm at the point, right, because I haven't unpacked my Blood Angels since I moved, right? Other yeah. than two boxes, which I said, right, I'm probably going to use that stuff. I'll keep it the hand. I want to unpack my Blood Angels and do a full army overview. But I don't want to get it all out for new stuff to come out next week. And then, essentially, it's not enough to do an <laughs> army overview. So that's why I'm desperately trying to paint through the rest of the Blood Angels to get them done. Yeah. Um, but for me, my bits of motivation, I've kind of tried to jump to like a few of the different um, models and stuff as we've gone. Uh, for example, I painted 10 off boys for Lucy, and it was just a nice little change. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I was doing to, to uh, keep myself going like well to keep myself interested in painting really mine's you know it's it's not the motivation i'm i'm i can have the i'm quite a motivated guy to get up and do things 
but it's the interest. I've got to keep myself kind of excited. Mm-hmm. So I, I I was switching stuff up. I was painting random models and stuff like that. Like I started painting the old um, uh, what's he called? Vol- Voltan Voltan model uh, from oh, you can't really see it very well um, from Warhammer Fantasy. Uh, I thought I could probably use him as something. And I've just been also buying random models, just a tenner here, like eight quid there, stuff that I've never done before. But I've started buying models to paint. Yeah, yeah. Which is the first time in my life I've actually been doing that. I was like, actually, that looks really cool. And I've been getting little bits and bobs and been painting them. And I found breaking it up and sort of giving myself a little random model or doing a bit different is what is what's kept me going. Because I, I think there's nothing worse than just thinking I've got a I've still got an hundred marines to paint. Now I've got ninety eight <laughs> marines to paint. I've got 92 Marines to paint. Do you know what I mean? I think it's well. well, That was me in March when I started the Blood Angels. (laughs) That was was me in March when I started that. I painted 40 mini Marines. Um, I think I did like 30 or 40 Primaris Marines. Um, I did like 20 Scouts, 20 or 30 Terminators. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. And and I painted the entire Black Legion army and I've still never used them. So Have you not? I was suffering oh. a bit of burnout from painting earlier on in the year. Like, I mean, you know how many how much how many armies I knocked out of this in the first lockdown. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just been absolutely crazy. But I think what what kind of got me back on track in terms of painting was that custodes army. Yeah, because it was something so different. You know, full conversions and things like that, and it made a massive difference. And that kind of got me back on track a little bit with in terms of painting. Yeah, so. I managed to get Lucy back into painting by actually airbrushing me Sons of Bear map model. Uh, two of them. Because I, I painted one. That's another thing as well, right? That that frustrated it frustrated me, right? In one respect, but I'm grateful for it at the same time. Is the absolute release ch- train that GW have been on the last five weeks, six weeks. So they sent me a lot of stuff to review, right? Which, again, I'm very grateful yeah. for. But, my God, it takes... It just wipes your schedule. It's just like, yeah. drop everything and focus on that. So, we had um, the Space Marine and Necron book. So, I, I work on a battle report for each of those. Um, we had the Sons of Bear map book and the model. And I basically had to wipe my schedule for that week to paint and build that Gargant, and then of course film the game. We've just had the Marathi book, we had the Death Watch and Space Wolf book, which actually and the, the uh, Forge World Index, which didn't turn up until 8 o'clock on the Saturday morning when I was supposed to have videos out at 10. Um, oh, and then there was something else, the Warcry stuff came out and I was just like, when the centre's Warcry... And I said, look, I'm really grateful for this. I don't have time to build the set, to learn how to play it, and film a game. Especially when there's only me and Lucy. And Lucy Lucy can play Sigmar. She can get away with 40k with her orcs. It's, It's already hard enough for her to swap between them two systems, let alone another one. And... 
especially when you're trying to review something that you don't have any interest in. Yeah. It, it's yeah, difficult. I so I, I literally just did an unboxing and went, right, it's going to one of the Patreons. And, and that's what I did. And I was kind of relieved that week because I was like, you know what? I can breathe again. And whilst I'm doing that, I can't do what I want to do. Yeah. Which is frustrating. So my gargants have literally sat on my shelf, primed grey, for like three weeks. And right. when I when I finally did the, the flesh tutorial the other day, and Lucy was like, "Am I paint?" I was like, "What do you want to paint?" And she just went, "Gargants." I was like, "Right, there you go. Do it. <laughs> do it if you want to do it. Do it." So she's been painting all um, all the um, all the tabards and the metal and the ropes and everything on this guy. Um, so I'm expecting to have a, a second gargant done, you know, probably by the end of the weekend, I reckon. Because she, she's done like an hour or two every day. Nice, man. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think... It'll be cool. Have you got three? Have you got all three of them? Uh, you got I, two of them? I've got three because GW sent me one three. and then I bought two. So I've got three and then I've yeah. got three man crushers so I can run... 2000 point army with them then and all three of them nice. are magnetized so i can run them how i want awesome so yeah awesome but like i've got a primaris tech marine here and i've got the chaplain on bike right and i'm looking at them and just like i don't want to paint you don't yeah. want to paint yeah don't want to paint you and it's like i need to do something different and then come back to them like the dread this dreadnought's okay i can do a dreadnought you know blindfolded nearly now um they're quite basic but um i've got a fine cast tech marine gunner here that goes with the thunderfire cannon and like i'm battling to get him done and it's just like not enjoying it so i think when i've done me dreadnought um i need to paint something fun for me um and if i'm honest me and lucy's been on a little bit of an eos binge like we've quite enjoyed doing Sweet. a few bits and pieces um, so I magnetized the Morgasts for her last week and I glued together and based Catacross for her, which is in a battle report, which you two guys, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to go and watch it. It'll yeah. be available is it on, on YouTube or is it in the, uh, it's on Patreon. Is it up yet? It's on Patreon and YouTube members. Now, uh, I will resend you the right. link, Tom, but, uh, Sweet. it will I'll be watch out tonight. It will be out on Saturday my god that was such a fun game and like we've we've got quite a lot of like little bits and pieces for aos that we both want to get done so like i've half painted some colonel hunters for lucy she wants them done i'll finish them i've got some atlantis miniatures female ogres here that uh, one of our friends Stu, very kindly gave us so i'm going to paint a couple of ogres up just to put them out with you know they can batter the husbands as they run across the table to, to feed them. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I, I, that's cool. I want to paint... Uh, I've got six Gorgrunters for me Orcs, which I wouldn't mind finishing off. Uh, for me Orcs Warclans, Iron Jaws. Uh, and then we've got some Daughters of Cain <clears> stuff. <throat> so we've got the... the uh, Not Warcry, Shades by a Warband, uh, which has got some pretty cool models in. And then, of course, we've just picked up uh, shadow and paint so the iron scale and some more snakes 
uh, wouldn't go amiss. So I think we're going to spend you know two or three weeks probably jumping between a few of those bits and pieces. And I think refreshing my inspiration by doing something that is vastly different to Space Marines, because let's face it, Paint and Eldar, <laughs> it's still Space Marines, really. Yeah. Ooh, that's fighting talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's armor. It's sci-fi. You know. Yeah. You know the yeah. Age, Age of Sigma models are amazing. They are so nice. And and I just I've got um. I've I've got tons of Eldar to paint, but I've just got no. Yeah. Well, I was saying earlier, I'm motivated. Yeah, I'm motivated, but I just I don't want to paint them. I I just don't want to paint them. I've I've got enough painted bottles so if i wanted to have a, any games i can i can go play wherever i've got about three three and a half thousand points worth of models i know that's minuscule to a lot of people but it gives me a really nice selection but the rest of this stuff and i've got some cool models i just don't want to paint it i just really don't yeah so i'm painting aos stuff and, and i'm switching it up and then that was the whole thing with the norska theme stuff as well because i know i'm going to get bored of this city stuff at some point, even though there's a lot of different models and units and stuff like that, and it is interesting. I'm going to have to switch it up. So mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, actually. Do you know what I bought the other day? I, I completely forgot about it. Is the the changeling? I thought that's a cool model. I'm going to paint that. So yeah, that's that's sat in a box around me somewhere. I'm going to paint that up at some point. Yeah, and I think that's why Lucy's so into the garden as well, because like she's only painted a couple of like big things. Like she did me two um, Dankhold Trogoths for me. Um, Gloom Spite Army, and I think the only big model that she's really painted is Nagash, which yeah. she she's done an amazing job of. But she's been yeah. at, on at me for ages. I bought this back in March, right? This is a great unclean one, converted into a troll hag. <laughs> so you can see there, I put the mushrooms on her belly to cover the gash. I've put a troll head in instead of the great unclean one. Then all the mushrooms and squigs. Um, so she's been on it. Like he's been converted for months but then obviously we moved house and stuff and she was like i want to paint that i want to paint that so i i've <laughs> sprayed it and then she's like no i'm gonna do the gargant fine do the gargant i'm happy with the gargant please do please do the gargant but uh yeah i think awesome. i think finding some cool models uh to paint is probably you know a pretty good shout i think I mean, there's loads and loads of cool models that are sort of less than 25 quid new anyway. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, I've, I've just painted two, actually, uh, James R models. So this one's mine, um, but I painted one for Owen um, for uh, the Patreon draw. Um, <coughs> yeah, I saw what? that. That was really, really cool. I yeah. enjoyed painting that because it was different. It was something a little bit different um, to the Blood Angels, and something else I'm looking forward to painting. Uh, I've got, I've took, brought these as a commission, triumvirate, which obviously oh. I've already done my oh. own, but they are a commission for um, Jordan, um, and I'm looking forward to painting them. So that's going to be a little bit of inspiration because it's something completely different, completely yeah. different. See, I, I got them. And then, because I wanted to paint them, and then they turned up. They was already built. I got them off eBay, and they turned up. And I was just like, I, I, I don't think I want to paint these anymore. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I didn't, I didn't use an airbrush at the time or anything. Yeah. And I was like, it's going to take far too much time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to dedicate twenty, thirty hours into this model. I don't have the time to do that. 
or I'm going to have to dry brush it and do it quick and cheap. And I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to pull it off. But luckily, uh, Terry bought my Halloquin army off me. Oh, we traded it. I can't remember. I think he bought most of it. So, yeah, Terry's got it now. So I wonder if he's actually painted it. I don't know. I, I painted my So I never went. Just before uh, I learned how to airbrush, actually. So I didn't airbrush mine either. Oh, man. Did you not? Nope. Do you know what? Are I, you going to airbrush that one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Probably. I need to double check what colours um, Jordan wants to do in it. But no, I, I'm pretty happy with my Khan. I think I did a decent job on him. Um, some really cool models, actually, that, that people might enjoy painting. Um, let, let, let's throw that out there. So I think the new Fabius bio model, I, I fancied painting that, to be honest. I want to paint mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I think. You are. That's fine. <laughs> I, th- I, I, th- I genuinely think he's a cool model. He's, he's interesting. Yeah. He's a little bit really different. Really cool model. Um, yeah. I think if anybody hasn't painted a Baden, like he's he's such a cool model to paint. Uh, obviously, he's a bit more expensive. I think he's about thirty-five quid. But Baden is a fantastic model. Um, I, I think Mephiston. I know I'm being a bit yeah. biased as a Blood Angel player, <laughs> uh, but I think Mephiston's a fantastic model. Um, yeah. I think some of the other Primaris stuff maybe's not. Like I don't think Khan's great. I don't think Shrike's great. They're okay, but they're not like, you know, they're not they're not different. I think Gazgul. Is it again another fantastic one to paint up? Um, Shadow Sun. Yeah. Oh, can I just touch on Gazgul for a second? Yeah. Um, I saw something like it was absolutely hilarious. It was in a selling group, and I went on eBay. It's only about two weeks ago, and people were buying like Gazgul for like eighty, ninety quid. It was like it was selling on eBay, and then just out of it's because I, I don't know why everyone wanted them and there was loads of them absolutely loads like bids of 70 80 sold for 96 pounds and stuff like that some guy was trying to sell him by himself like 80 quid on a selling group and he was getting loads of well crap for it and then i looked earlier and he must have been released because you can buy him like in a box mm-hmm. like 37 quid or something like that yeah. now and it just made me laugh all them people two weeks ago that just dropped 100 quid on a gasgul fracker model and uh, two weeks later, there he is. Yeah, because he wasn't available separately. I think they released him <laughs> the same time as Ragnar, didn't they, with the Space Wolf stuff? Yeah. Yeah, did I? So, yeah, fantastic. Sorry, it just it, it made me laugh. What people yeah. do, you know. Yeah. Belisarius Call is a fantastic model of paint as well. Uh, very, very fiddly to build, but a fantastic model of paint. Um... Illuminor Seraz, I think he's a very fiddly, but again, a very nice Necro model to paint. Uh, these are all actually quite new models that I'm, that I'm shouting out here as well. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think. I quite know, like to paint that um, that Inquisitor in the Harlequin. I don't know what they're called. Uh, it's a sister uh, battle you know, in the Harlequin, and then the Inquisitor was separate. That, uh, that was it, yeah. Yeah, but Lucy them. painted mine. She, I let her paint them three because they were all like totally yep. different. Yeah, the uh, Inquisitor. They look Dra- quite fun. Draxis or, or Draxis or something. Yeah. <clears throat> He's got like a little dragon. Yeah. No, oh, she's got like a little dragon, whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, they're all um, pretty cool. Models. Well. 
Aj- yeah, Ajax Adjutun's a good shout, actually, because I think he's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, AOS-wise, I think AOS has some of the best like large-scale models. Now, I wouldn't say, oh, obviously, yeah. go, and, go, and, go and shout this kind of money for a painting project model, unless you want to. But, like, Alarial is beautiful. I've done two Alarials. I did Lucy's and I did one as a commission. Beautiful model. Beautiful. I mean, Archeon. That looks like such a cool model to paint. Yes. I'd love to paint one. But for me to paint Archeon or something, I'd, I'd, I'd probably have to drop all projects and work on it nonstop for a month, just bit by bit. Just It's just one of them. Such a huge model. Lucy so cool. got me so for cool, Christmas though. two years ago, I think. Oh, maybe maybe it's last year. No, yeah, it must have been Christmas two year ago now. So it would have been Christmas eighteen, and I didn't start painting them until halfway through twenty nineteen, right? And I had them in about twenty sub assemblies, but I took my time with it. I only did it when I was in the mood to really, really concentrate on painting it. Like I did all the yeah. three heads separately. I had the wings separate. Archeon's throne was separate. I had Archeon. I had the shield separate. I had his cloak separate. I had his sword separate. And and I put about forty or fifty hours into Archeon. And and yeah. it, it, but it's a, it's it a deserves stunning that, model. It's a stunning model. It really is. I've got one here, but I've just never never getting around to doing it. Um... I mean, I really want to start. I really want to do a bit more AOS stuff because I'm sickening myself off with the amount of 40k stuff that I've done this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the exception, obviously, I did that that um, Orc Army at the beginning of the year as well. Um, but yeah, it's just going back to what we were saying before. It's the motivation for the painting side of things. Um, and there's there's only so much space between army you can paint. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But like, there is so many cool AOS models. I mean, Marathi. Mm. It, it's a double model kit essentially, but like, fantastic. Like, I thoroughly enjoy painting Marathi. Uh, I'm just gonna have a look on the shelves actually. What we've got, um, the Star Drake. If you're in uh, uh, Stormcast, is, is pretty nice. I mean, it is an old sculpt now. It's about six or seven year old, but it's still yeah. pretty nice. Uh, you've got the oh, Warboss on Morkusher. I love that model. It's Absolutely so cool. Uh, we're just saying, Tom, the Warboss on on Morkusher for the Oric War Clans. Yeah, that that Orc on Cabbage. Like a big. I love <laughs> that. was it. It was a, a cabbage. Awesome yeah. Model. Yeah, fantastic model. model. Yeah, it's yeah. very cool. Uh, Stonehorns, if you're into them, are really cool. Um. You know, even even a lot of the just basic AOS models, you know, like the infantry and stuff like that. They're like, is it the Iron Jaws, the big orcs? I think they look really cool. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to paint some of them. Um, the trolls, all, all the different trolls now. They they are quite the like new the trolls. Rocker trolls are really yeah. nice, and all you know what, all of the Gloom Spike Git range is fantastic because most of their models are brand new. Yeah, yeah. so and, it looks and... good. A lot of stuff there to paint. When the, when the Gloom Spite stuff came out, right, I would buy everything that came out that week, and I enjoyed painting them so much that by the time I went to Battle Bunker to pick my next order up the week after, I'd painted everything from the previous week. 
<laughs> including the actual um, shrine. I painted that. The only thing that I didn't paint straight away was the box of the five characters that you get. Because I think I burnt myself out on them straight away and they were very, very yeah. detailed. Um, but that's it. Um, Mark I says the then. Tree Lord was so much fun. Tree Lords are really cool. Uh, on that yeah. note as well, uh, Dreitcher Hammerdreth is a very cool model. <clears throat> yeah. There's loads of like really cool mid-sized models. I mean, even Zombie Dragons and Terror Geist, they're an older kit now, but so cool. <clears throat> Yeah, I love I love the uh, the terrible. But I need to get some more uh, wraithbone spray, and then the plan with that is just to get them as bright and colourful as I possibly can. What was that for, Craig? Sorry, lizard men. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Loads of uh, contrast paints, but the bright, bright, colourful contrast paints. And I, stuff I like think that. lizard men done with contrast is perfect because they are because of the scales and the creases and stuff. Contrast yeah. is perfect. Perfect to do lizard men. Definitely. I just need to get some more red bone spray. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, th there is absolutely tons of models. And if you if you're thinking about like large pieces like that, obviously don't be frightened to go back to forty k. Um, Typhus and Magnus are fantastic models. Watch yeah. Um. Octarian yeah. as well. Mortarian, no, that's yeah. who I meant. Yeah, Mortarian, not Typhus. Typhus <laughs> uh, is still a nice model to paint. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, there's, I think a lot of the really big stuff in 40k is a little. I don't want to say dated, but it doesn't feel as nice as what the bigger AOS stuff is. Like, obviously, I've got several knights, and I don't feel like I enjoyed painting them as much as I did the big stuff Age of Sigma. Yeah, I must admit. Yeah, that my favorite model this year has been him, getting him done. Great and clean one. Yeah. To be fair, I think I got him done in about three hours. I know because I, I Justin wow. commented on your post and like, "What? Hang on, I only sent that out yesterday. How's it done?" <laughs> yeah. A lot of washes again, contrast paints. But yeah, that was that was so much fun to paint. Um, it it really was. But yeah, I think mine was right, a... I think the, like the knights and stuff like that. I mean, I, I put I put out a knight army the the beginning of the year as well. It's it's all well and good, but it's again it's much of the same. I mean, I've got I got two warlord titans, you know, and it's wow. again it's very very much the same the same sort of thing. I've got another one half built in the garage, you know, and it's just it's just again it's armor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, mine was the Scythe Hyrigel, like the Forge World model. Yeah. For Tyranids. Yeah. Painted that. I spent about 20, 25 hours on that. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. I was proud of it as well because afterwards a lot of people were asking if I airbrushed it. I was like, no, it was dry brushing. It was. But it was a really. It was like red and blue and like a bone color for, for like all the chitting, like the armor and stuff. It was really, really fun. And yeah. then I spent about five hours making a base, a scenic base for it. it the idea that it was crashing through like this snowy sort of like wasteland, uh, this snowy, like angelic scene, and then this big bug comes charging through the trees at you. And yeah, I absolutely love that. A lot of the Forge World stuff is really good. If you know, Forge World's Forge World, if you can afford to go 
buy some of the bits and bobs and do it, but they've got some really cool models and I think a lot of the Forge World stuff, because it's older sculpts, it's it's a bit more realistic. It's a bit more... It looks different to like the modern sort of sculpts from GW. Yeah. It's kind of hard the, to like... The Tyranid Forge World stuff less is based cast, on like the yeah. fourth or third edition stuff, isn't it? Rather than like the current edition. Yeah, it's very alien-y sort of, you know, it's meant to be kind of realistic. I, I don't want to say cartoony, but... The, the Forge World, it's almost like it's made for adults and some of GW stuff's made for kids kind of thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but just, not just for Tyranids. Um, DC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good analogy. But yeah, it, it's all the ranges. Uh, Forge World stuff, there's a lot of, like, um, just looking looking at some of like the tanks on there and stuff like that. Like, not the Space Marine ones, but some of like the old guard tanks, a lot of... Um, yeah. The Malachor defenders are like, I think they're called Malachors or something like that. And then there's the Gorgon, like, armored assault vehicle as well. Um, I think, I'm sure that's what it's called. But I love them. I don't play guard, but I just love their models. As I, if I had two or three hundred quid to just drop on a couple of tanks, you know, I would because they're so cool. Yeah. Reminds me of almost kind of like D Day landing kind of like stuff, like Second World War. Like, it's Forge World, it's like they try to make things a little bit more realistic. And then, GW, obviously, they're, they're completely different sculpts and stuff like that. You know, we're gonna give this stuff to kids. Kids don't have two hundred pounds to spend on a tank. I must admit, like the um, Malgador and Furnaces, and it was a nice tank to paint from them. And uh, I tell you, what, that's you get the that one with the huge, well. the big flamer in it. It's just yeah, like a massive flamethrower tank. Yeah. The bit on the back. And, um, <laughs> yeah, back in seventh edition, you used to use the eighteen-inch <clears throat> Hellstorm flamer template. Uh, which which was oh, horrendous, amazing. and it was like poison. It wounded everything on a three, and it was AP three, which basically meant if you had a three up armor or worse, you got no armor save. Yeah, just melted. Like you everything. found out brutal it was in uh, even in ninth edition. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, we've been chatting for about an hour now, guys. So we're going to finish off with a final question. Uh, or, or two, if yeah. money was no question and someone could just go to you, you can have this model. Which model would you choose as I'm going to sit, I'm going to spend 40, 50, 60 hours on this model and do my absolute best paint work? Who would you choose? Let's start with Craig. I don't know. Um, kind of a hard one, that, in all fairness, because... Obviously, I'm going through a lot of different projects at the moment anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Go to Tom and I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> How are we then, Tom? Right, okay. Um, I, I know this off the top of my head just because I've always wanted one. I'll never own one. Um, but you, you might not even have seen it, Harry. I, I, if you remember, I showed you like that old Forge World big giant dragon, like the Red Drake Dragon or something it was called. Well, they did a two-headed chaos one as well. Right. Um, Google, if you Google it, um, it's probably I don't know three or four times the size of that corn dragon. Uh, what's out at the moment? But if you Google um, a chaos, have you have you found it? Have you pulled it up or out? No. You, you'll see the model that I mean. So Forge World Chaos Dragon, two-headed dragon. It's a very old model, twenty years old maybe. It's huge. I mean, 
people sell them, but for a real one, you're probably looking at a grand, a grand and a half. If you don't find it, I'll send I'll, I'll send you a photo of it later. But there'll be people out there that'll know what I'm on about. It's very old model, probably in the nineties, maybe even. And it yeah, was huge. It, it, it was just just bringing up that corn dragon mostly. No, yeah, it's... but uh, there'll be some people I run Twitch or listeners that watch this that will re- remember this, and it, it's massive. It's probably the biggest thing like they've ever done. I mean, I don't want to say it's that big, but we're we're talking sort of warlord titan sized dragon here and it's massive and it is a cool model and they did that and then they just did a massive fire dragon as well one of them but like i say it, you can look on ebay and you can find them for about five six hundred quid mm-hmm. and you can tell straight away that that's a recast of it as well so to find an original one from forge world that you could paint a lot of money but anyway we wasn't talking about money that's what i that's what i paint and i'd spend the rest of my life painting it Everyone could have my Warhammer. You can just have it all now. I've got that dragon. <laughs> I'll just paint that. In the next 10 years, I'll just paint that bit by bit and just leave it on a shelf somewhere. I'll be done. Yeah. That would be me. I think, to be fair, obviously, I've got two and a half Warlord tanks because I've them still being, being sorted. But the model I've always wanted to paint would be uh, Smaug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Good love choice. that model. And, yeah, okay, there's not a great deal of variations in colours and stuff like that, but I just think that the, the look of it, the design of it, the style of it, I mean, yeah, it's a massive model. But I just think, yeah, that for me, that would be the big thing. Either that or actually get Archeon finished. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, like I say, I mean, Smaug is just an absolutely awesome model. Um, I mean, let, let's face it, he's not exactly cheap. I think it's like 300, 350 quid, give or take, isn't he? Something like that. Yeah, but yeah, so. to, to be able to sit and paint that would be just would just be absolutely awesome. I already know in my head how I would actually do it as well. <laughs> I would actually um, have to use my airbrush probably. Uh, I've got one of two because obviously I've already painted quite a lot of like larger models anyway. Um, I've got two, and they're both quite different uh, in, in what they look like. The first one would be an Arcanaut Ironclad for the um, Sky Dwarfs. Yeah, cool. I just I just think That's like cool there's model. so much like brass and weathering, and you could do so much chipping and mm. do you know what I mean? Like I have the like the nylon oxide on all the copper pieces, and you could have like paint and like a stripe down the side of the ship, but like have it all chipped off and. I think that would be really, really cool. Like all the tarnished, like use lots of like purples and and red washes and stuff on all the metals as well. Um, I think that would yeah. be quite cool. Either that or an Eidolon from the um, Eidneth Deepkin, the guy with the the, the seat big... cloak. Yeah. All oh, right. I, I was about to ask, is that the, was that the big turtle? The Leviathan. The Leviathan's cool, but honestly, <laughs> I don't like the top half of the Leviathan. Like the cockpit with the elves in, I don't like it. Um, yeah, it's a bit weird. So I, I think definitely the guy with the actual sea cloak. Um, I would, yeah, I, would, I, would I know which model you're on two. about, man. Oh, yeah, Mark's actually... Mark's found that dragon. It's called a Chaos yeah. Emperor Dragon. There we go. Here we go. I'll stick it up on screen now. And that's Angarath next to him. 
that thing is giant and it looks like it's actually being split between his neck. It, yeah, it's it's cool, man. It's a cool model, isn't it? That's really cool, man. See what I mean? Well, I said like war, warlord titan or whatever kind of size. It, it's huge, emperor titan, whatever the, the man. That it's just such a cool. I don't <clears> even know if it ever had rules. I don't. That I mean, that thing probably came out when I was about ten. <laughs> I don't know if there was rules for it or what. <laughs> it's yeah. I, I've never seen one apart from on the internet. So. Yeah. Cheers, Matt. For it look, yeah, the instructions for it look classic Forge World like. <laughs> Make no <laughs> sense. One page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. Uh, brilliant. Right. Well, that is it from us, folks. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Thank you, of course, to Craig and Thomas for joining me today. Uh, I appreciate your words of wisdom and inspiration. It's always good talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Guys, if you are watching this on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, be sure uh, to go and follow us on Twitch. We do hobby streams three nights a week over on Twitch. uh, And there's plenty of people always in chat and sharing things as well. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. uh, And if you would like to take part in the podcast or support the channel, you can become a YouTube member or a Patreon as well. Uh, But until next time, guys, thank you very much for listening. Thank you to these two for joining me. Cheers for having us, man. Cheers, buddy. uh, We'll see you again very soon. See you later.